Hello, and welcome to the Vision Systems Design Tech Summit Quick Chat with Premio. My name is Dennis Semeca, Associate Editor at Vision Systems Design. Today, I'll be speaking with Dustin Situ, Director of Product Marketing at Premio. A full bio for Dustin can be found by clicking on the speaker's name below the video. Dustin, thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you. I'm very excited to be with you again and speaking with you and kind of talking about what Premio has and what we plan to, to bring to market for the summit day. Let's get right to it then. Uh, Dustin, can you tell us about how Premio started and how it has transformed from those beginnings into an enterprise business today? Yeah, so that, that's a great question. So um, Premio as a whole, we are approaching our 32 year in business. And I would say in the last three decades, it's been quite amazing in terms of our resilience and our continuing to support customer success in partnership. Um, I think a key example of this would be in the last year and a half where I, most of the industry went through a, a, a pandemic. And what was most interesting to see was how technology was a major factor uh, for growth, a major necessity, an essential necessity for a lot of these uh, business applications. So everything from remote work even gaming, you know, enterprise operations quickly went into this survival mode to really evaluate and leverage technology. So um, one of the major things that Premium continues to bring to market is the ability to, to you know, drive hardware solutions to really deliver, process, and store endless amounts of data. And that is where a major transformation and shift is happening in technology, which our products are starting to move into is this element of, you know, high-performance processing, storage, and connectivity, which is now an essential necessity that was proven through, through COVID, right? So um, a little bit of a very quick history lesson of Premio for a lot of people. So three decades, a lot, a lot of time. In those three decades where we've really built our principal foundation and understanding, it all revolves around computing technology. Um, so I would say when our first inception, uh, our key uh, milestone, our key capability at that time of compute is we were serving the education market K through 12. So we had a very, very robust understanding of white box PCs that we sold in large, large volume, uh, strictly for that educational market. Um, but the resilience of that as well, and as the commodity of the PC market kind of took a turn, we also had to kind of improvise and become more adaptable and really kind of figure out a way to really serve our customers. So we really uh, built a foundation uh, and, and transformed our business model and our infrastructure to deliver uh, what's called today, right? EMS, or it's electronic manufacturing services. And in that, we really, really, really built a robust manufacturing system integration all the way from component um, all the way to system level L10 integration in the United States, which is becoming a very, very major, major um, asset for Premio today. So present day today, um, taking our knowledge of computing architecture, taking our manufacturing scale, um, we are headquartered in the United States and we have a pretty robust team of engineers, manufacturing teams that really, really help our customers go to market, but really help our customers excel into um, certain you know, business enterprise applications that they're, they're, they're deploying our products into. What are some of Premio's core capabilities in terms of technologies? Yeah, so this, this is a very great question as well. So um, very directly, specifically, our core strength, our core capabilities really focuses on uh, x86 embedded computing solutions that range from uh, ruggedized type of embedded computers, you know, even now edge computers, industrial touch displays, and then on the high end server and storage of high performance things for the cloud. Um, but to be very specific and kind of to let the audience know 
uh, where Premium has their strength is that core capability is really in the engineering. So when you when we when we talk about the engineering for a lot of these hardware solutions, there's a lot of different elements that really come together and culminate to deliver a hardware solution. So you know, being that we are an expert in x86 that relies on you know board schematic layouts, mechanical system design, EMI signal integrity, reliability, and now um, what's but becoming a very important element for our products is the environmental uh, testing and validation that the products are going into. So this is something that's extremely valuable for our customers. Uh, second is um, by partnering with the leaders in you know, semiconductor technology, whether that be Intel, AMD, or in NVIDIA, um, we're really able to kind of pull a lot of those uh, leading innovations the technologies into our core product roadmaps to help our customers you know, take off the shelf products and deliver that solution. I would say um, a second major core capability uh, of Premio, uh, and I, I spoke about it kind of earlier, is really the manufacturing scale and facility that we have in Los Angeles, California. Um, so we have automation lines that really can help our customers do a high mix of products, whether it be uh, their own product designs, whether they're using our own product designs that really kind of shape and deploy all the way into a level 10 of full deployment scale. Um, so, yeah, and then I would say... Um, the last, the reason why that is, it's becoming so important in terms of the United States, I would say, um, you know, in the, in the next five to 10 years, I think what COVID taught us as well is that the supply chain, supply chain of electronic components, specifically on the semiconductors was completely strained, right? And I think the whole industry is learning a very painful lesson of relying on overseas supply chains, although the cost obviously is, you know, that's why a lot of the semiconductors moved all everything overseas. But now, um, especially with you know, relying on these essential type of semiconductors that go into a lot of our everyday type of things, you can kind of get the sense that all of this is moving back onto United States type of manufacturing. Um, I think this can be seen in kind of you know, a President Joe Biden's you know, commitment to 2.3 trillion infrastructure plan. Um, so if you kind of look at that infrastructure plan, I mean, if you look closely at the numbers, 300 billion of that is really dedicated to going back into manufacturing critical goods. So my definition of, of, and I would say a lot of people's definition of critical goods would be semiconductors because semiconductors on the core, microelectronics is driving everything on the base level of electronics, right? So some facts to kind of prove that, right? A lot of these major semiconductor technology leaders, right? So TSMC, which is in Taiwan, um, they're investing about 12 billion to build a fab in Arizona. Right. Intel also announced a few weeks back that they're doing about 20 billion to invest in two more silicon fabs in Arizona. Samsung as well, right? Samsung on the NAND side is, is investing 17 billion to actually kind of also do a localized manufacturing either in you know, Austin or New York. So I would say this, this semiconductor shortage is very important because it involves not only the semiconductor, but the ecosystem that revolves around the semiconductor. And it's not just looking at that single piece. Once the, all that localized manufacturing gets moved back to the United States, pieces and businesses like Premio are going to evolve with that and really help the end customer get the product faster, shorter lead times, delivery on schedule, and the right product fit that's uh, beneficial for the customer. So last but not least, kind of <laughs> culminate all these you know, core strengths and capabilities of Premio is, is both engineering and manufacturing is taking that and really delivering our core last strength, which is our, which is our product roadmap for key specific products. So um, number one being the, the embedded computing market that really is diving into edge computing. 
now. And then the second market where a lot of our products designs are going into is on the high performance data center side for high performance storage and servers. What are the industry trends other than what we've talked about that drive Premio's development of new products? Yeah, so these, these trends, I think over time continue to grow and they kind of culminate together. So I would say the biggest trend that you know, was there you know, for five, 10 years ago was, was IoT. Um, so most people and most thought leaders really are starting to discuss IoT and true value of IoT. Before it was about you know, IoT had all these things, this data, all this data was important, but now um, I would say that the thought leadership has changed a little bit. It's about now IoT is really the investment into deploying all these devices that now have data that you need to aggregate, but really turn it into a level of intelligence, right? So yeah. the second kind of trend that data aggregation really kind of evolves into an area of big data, right? Once you have an enormous, enormous and pools of data, um, that is basically your starting point and your resources to really drive an element of machine intelligence. You can now manipulate that data. You can actually, you know, uh, do models with that data and then move algorithms to a level of intelligence for machines to get smarter. And I think that's where kind of the cloud computing era came to be because cloud computing um, in a centralized loca location really kind of had all the resources to drive the deep learning, to really drive the software algorithms really for the machine to get smarter. Mm -hmm. And then I would say the trend that we are in now, and I think what everyone continues to talk about in a lot of technology enterprise operations would really be edge computing. So, I mean, edge computing is very simple. Um, you know, traditionally the cloud had all these resources, but the latency was a little bit too far to pass data back and forth. It was expensive, the bandwidth wasn't there. So, hey, let's just move all this processing power that's required to um, an area where it's closer to where the data is being generated, where now you can act on real-time insights, you can deliver intelligent results. And I think the last um, kind of culminating all those key trends and where I see the future kind of growing into and what the demand is looking for for a lot of these companies is, is the level of hyper-automation. So uh, hyper-automation as a whole, um, there's, there's a few stages of that and I won't go into every single stage, but the major goal of hyper-automation is helping uh, machines with data go through a stage of cognition, intelligence, and full control. Because um, with that data, once you're able to help customers or help machines build situational awareness through, through vision technologies, through senses, then the machine can actually intake that data, turn it into a level of intelligence, it can make decisions, and then now businesses have the ability or operations and applications have the ability to control um, what ahead of time prevent risks. And that is kind of you know, a major trend of, of hyper automation as well. And so talking about edge computing, let's talk about a specific type of edge computing, rugged edge computing, because that's the focus of Premio's product development. Can yes. you define what we mean by rugged edge computing for those who aren't familiar with the term? Can you tell us why it's important? Like, what is it used for, for instance? Yeah. Yeah, so, so rugged edge computing is definitely a huge theme for Premio's development team, and our teams are extremely passionate about it, being as a player and hardware um, provider for edge computing as a whole. So uh, kind of taking a step back, right, edge computing is on a simple level is just moving all this processing power uh, closer to the data where it's being generated. But uh, a very, very clear um, importance and requirement when you're moving a lot of this processing power into closer where these sensors deploy. Lots of times what's not mentioned is that these sensors 
are oftentimes deployed in environments where it can be remote, in environments where it can be harsh, in environments where it's not as controlled as a lot of people think. So that's where the word of rugged really comes into. And that's where Premio is really kind of delivering uh, product solutions or computing product solutions um, that really kind of culminates um, the, the, the technology drivers of where the industry is. So everything from compute, storage, connectivity, all those technologies with the, the, the cherry on top, which I like to call it, and kind of uh, where Premio is, is, is really kind of putting a product together is um, the, the ruggedization of the product, right? Looking at the environment and really understanding that the product needs to be mission critical or it needs to work in this type of harsher mobile ro uh, remote environment as well. So um, it's extremely, extremely important because, um, you know, you kind of, you need to really understand the environment that the applications are being deployed in because, you know, if, if it breaks down, you are losing the ability to actually have that, um, you know, intelligence, you're losing the ability to really get, gain that insight that a lot of businesses really require. So how does Premio deliver adaptable and efficient solutions for rugged edge computing? Yeah, so I think, great question. Um, I think the, the key word there is adaptable and efficient, right? Because once you're, you're moving um, all this processing power into an environment where it's not as controlled, it needs to be adaptable and it needs to be efficient. So I think Premio very clearly, very simply, I mean, we really understand that, you know, there continues to be a, a software advancement and software advancements, but what I mean by that is um, there's software algorithms that are being written for more machine intelligence, more inference analysis, where the machine's able to now decipher um, with cognitive ability what objects are. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, right, so that's the software side. Software really kind of drives the flexibility of the machine, but the hardware is where the performance comes in. The hardware is kind of the under the hood that makes all of it happen. And you need to basically have that symbiotic relationship between software and hardware to really kind of deliver a real world application. So, you know, Premio puts together these uh, adaptable and high performance systems that are number one reliable in the most severe settings. And that everything stems from kind of, we look at the whole overall system level. You have your external enclosure to your internal components. Um, everything gets you know, gets run by and puts together through a validation through our mechanical and thermal engineering teams and to really, really understand the customer's environment, whether it can be in environmental issues such as, you know, vibration, shocking vibration, severe temperatures, you know, moisture and dirt. So um, the major goal is really to eliminate any downtime possibility and deliver mission critical computing solutions that can operate 24-7. One solution um, that kind of kind of paints the picture of an adaptable and efficient solution uh, for the rugged edge specifically or edge computing is what we are bringing to the summit day and mm -hmm. what we are bringing to the market and what we have defined as a rugged edge computer. And that name of our product is uh, defined as an AI edge computer. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the kind of a backstory behind this, this product and how it came to market is that I remember very early on uh, when edge computing was starting to kind of pick up traction um, in a lot of our discussions with our OEM customers and a lot of discussions with our customer applications, um, there was not a clear message. And it was very interesting because um, depending on the customer, some customers required, oh, I don't care about any type of GPU power for inference. I just need mm -hmm. all high performance storage. But on the flip side of that, you had customers also saying, no, I need high performance storage and GPU. So 
um, instead of kind of, you know, rushing into the market with what the customer is wanting with kind of a dangly, shiny object, I think what we always kind of do is take a step back and we kind of evaluate what truly, truly is a marketable solution or a solution that can really help our customers succeed. And in this AI edge computer is we, we basically uh, modularized our uh, initial hardware design. So what we, in a very simple way, and I think you'll see the products in, in the marketing collateral in, in the summit day is uh, we've basically modularized a, an industrial fanless PC um, on its own. So it still maintains all of the high performance um, socketed, you know, uh, CPU performance needed, uh, still ruggedized, still fanless design, but we've introduced into our uh, AI edge computers, uh, what we're calling uh, performance accelerators, but in, in other words, we're calling it our edge boost nodes. Um, so these edge boost nodes are basically answers to a lot of, of the, the, the challenges and questions or, or requirements that our customers were kind of putting forth. So if the customer is looking for just strictly high performance NVMe storage that they need to export through a design, they have an edge boost node for that. If they're looking for a balance of high performance storage and GPU capability, there's an edge boost node for that, right? So um, being able to really balance uh, these technologies as a whole and offer the customer the flexibility for the application uh, is very a key differentiator of this product that we're bringing to market. Dustin, for our last question, could you tell us about how Premio provides benefits to businesses in other areas as well? Maybe give us some examples of real world deployments. Yeah, so strictly speaking from a hardware perspective, um, like I mentioned, I truly believe um, there's this symbiotic relationship between hardware and software. Mm -hmm. So as the software really kind of drives that flexibility, you really need purpose-built hardware to really deliver that performance. And that's where Premio's uh, products really come into play because they act as these building blocks for all these enterprise customers that require a solution that compute storage and basically connect um, the products back and forth from the edge to the cloud. So. Um, I would say the biggest benefits of Premio and our customers and our hardware solutions is quite evident in our 30-year track record and specifically in key business deployments and real-world examples. So I would say one example, and it's a big major market for us, is robotics. So um, mm -hmm. robotics as a whole, if you didn't have any type of compute or software algorithm running them, it would just be bare metal and sit there and be a nice artifact, right? But other than that, once you start to put a layer of software algorithm, once you have that performance acceleration through hardware, now these robotics become intelligent. Now these robotics have kinetic, uh, cognitive ability to actually recognize objects, pick up objects, and basically eliminate tasks that humans um, probably don't want to do and that the robots kind of spend more time on. A second would be uh, a metrology, defect, detect uh, defect detection, and assembly line automation. Um, this basically uses all type of vision technology, all type of sensor technology at high speed. And with a high performance purpose-built inference computer and the software, uh, you're able to recognize defects, you're able to mitigate risk and really helps the overall um, line of automation. Um, another would be uh, natural detection uh, or natural disaster detection. Um, you could imagine uh, in this environment, it's outdoors, it's very rugged. So one of the main driving principles of this is that they need an extremely reliable computer that can um, you know, still maintain its, its reliability in an outdoor environment and in a very mission critical type of application because it's a natural disaster. You really wanna kind of have that ahead of time. And then in a, a last major business real world deployment would be in in-vehicle and in-vehicle mentioning of data telematics and, and, and management. So um, as a lot of these autonomous type of commercial vehicles are running their, their, their test driving miles, um, they need a rugged edge computer to really manage the data telematics that gets passed back and forth from the data hub 
um, to the truck itself while it's moving autonomous, autonomous, autonomously. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dustin, uh, thank you again for your time today. Very interesting conversation. Oh, thank you. I appreciate um, all the insightful questions and um, I'm helpful that we can bring some interesting topics to uh, the summit day. Just a reminder to our audience that today's session will be available here within the 2021 Vision Systems Design Tech Summit platform for the next 30 days. Now, on behalf of Vision Systems Design and our sponsor, Premio, we would like to thank you for joining us today.